Hi guys and welcome back to Startup Sutra. This is your co-host Anirudh along with Bhavjit. And for this episode, we're going to talk about a language, which is the English language. And we'll talk about various businesses that can be created around this language. So let me give you some background about how important English language is across the globe. So currently over 1.5 billion people speak English language out of which only 400 million people use it as its first language. So that means over a billion people speak English as a secondary language, which is where the most of the businesses or opportunities lie. Because these are the people who, even though they have to converse in English, but they are not very adept at the language. So that is where most of the interesting businesses can be created. So for this episode, we're going to start with a very interesting story of a business that used the English language to create a multi-billion dollar business. So Bhavjit, why don't you tell them the story about Grammarly? Sure, Anirudh. So uh, we all know that people working in the uh, corporates or people who are uh, employed in student as students or universities or professors, they might be using uh, Grammarly tool. But the story behind is not very uh, widely known among people. We know about that. So Grammarly started as a, you know uh, as a tool to uh, check for plagiarism in essays. They uh, named the company earlier as My Dropbox. So and later on, when they looked at the opportunity they had, uh, you know, among learners who were who had English as a secondary language, they moved on to Grammarly. So Grammarly, what it does is it is a cloud-based typing assistant, which helps in reviewing your spellings, your grammar, your vocab, your punctuation, or your clarity. And they use AI and natural learning processes for it. So when they started in 2009, they initially launched this program only for universities, where they could buy a subscription-based service to teach students the, this language. And they started in Ukraine. Their founders, three founders are from Ukraine. And they wanted to target universities who want to teach English to their students. But at that time, the, their sales were very slow because the product was long-term. And once it was told, sold to a university, they didn't get much of the revenue later. But slowly, they started to realize that selling directly to user, it could be a big business. And not just in the you know, uh, eastern part of the world. Their, most of the users, their direct users, came from the Western part of the world. And this app became very famous in the Western market where people were more open to accepting new technologies, where people want to make an effective communication, especially among the people who moved into those countries for new job opportunities, working opportunities, and were immigrants. So their sales and their you know, recognition just boomed, especially in the Western market. And that is the reason they moved to US uh, to set up the base of the company while they still have an office in Kiev in Ukraine. Right now today, uh, Grammarly boasts about having more than 30 million daily active users. They have their app on web, they have uh, Chrome extensions or your uh, extensions for other browsers. They have mobile apps through which they help students, professionals, businesses, uh, you know, uh, have an effective communication in English. And one of the reasons that Grammarly, uh, I believe, Anirudh, uh, you would know, uh, since being from Ukraine and since this uh, Russia-Ukraine conflict began, they have been donating uh, their profits made from Russia and Belarus, where they have stopped their business right now, to Ukraine to rebuild the country. 
and uh, last year uh, uh, they reached a valuation of 13 billion dollar they reached the decacom status when they raised 200 million dollars in 2021 so anil what do you think about this business i mean isn't this crazy like for a grammar checking tool or a spell check tool you have a valuation right. of 13 billion dollars right and that too so this is 12 how, years yeah and this is how powerful a language can be right and english for the most part is the professional language like most of the business is conducted using the english language so anyways even if you want to move into a professional sector you have to have some basic understanding of english and this is where uh, you know a tool like grammarly can be very very useful and that is why people are willing to pay for it right. so for the next segment of this episode we are going to talk about a completely different side of the spectrum so while here we talked about a multi billion dollar business now we are going to talk about something that can be started by anybody and everybody which is a podcast just like we did so if you look at the top 100 podcasts in india five of them are english language learning podcasts so at number 32 you have speak better english with harry at number 46 you have learn english with sartaz which is a hindi podcast at number 74 you have english speeches learn english using influential people's words then you have at 97 english stories then at 98 you have sp- uh, simple spoken english so out of the top 100 five of them are catering to one single category which is english language proficiency so this is how interesting or how niche you can go in a, a particular business so if you you are somebody who is say an english language teacher and you want to go beyond your basic you know teaching income and you want to start something on the side this is something that can be done very very easily without any you know cost so like for us we didn't put in any money into this podcast so you can start it off completely free of cost you have a lot of tools available uh, on the internet so i think this is something that can be very very useful for somebody who is you know proficient with the english language and wants to start something on the same lines and once you create an audience then you can obviously monetize it in multiple ways you can start selling your paid english courses you can start selling books so there are a lot of ways in which you can start making money once you create an audience what do you think babjit i think yeah exactly uh, given that uh, the numbers you mentioned that millions of people use it as a secondary language and yes most of us are not very proficient and we do understand that when we uh, you know come into jobs when we go for higher education and at that point uh, you know being proficient in english becomes very important and uh, being building business around it especially the new new age businesses which are all online which give you uh, you know uh, teaching through apps or through web portals they can really uh, make a good you know change and they can start a really good business and even uh, on the podcasting thing i think it's a brilliant idea the people who are working on it and they're surely going to grow in future as podcasting becomes more and more popular right yeah that is what we are banking on as well right <laughs> that exactly. podcasting becomes big and maybe we might be- become successful in the future right yes so what do you think for us yeah okay <laughs> uh, uh next idea uh, is about a company who started teaching public speaking and english communication skills to students to children and most of their users are aged between 4 years to 16 years 
So it's an edtech company based in Gurgaon, an India-based company, which helps in upskilling the creative writing, uh, English communication, and public speaking skills of children, and that too through one uh, one-on-one live classes. So they also uh, do virtual classrooms. They have educational cartoons. They provide a gamified learning in a scientifically designed assessments, and they also do quizzes with the children. And it's a subscription-based model. And uh, you would be amazed to know that there are around twenty-two thousand students. They only started like around six years back, uh, and they are targeting their tier two cities. And more than twenty-two thousand students have been associated or are associated with that uh, company. The company's name is Planet Spark, and like Grammarly, they also started with online uh, tuitions or teaching English. But then they observed that consumers were overwhelmingly uh, interested in communication skills. and that's what we all are looking to right when we uh, go to our new jobs or when we go to a new place uh, when we immigrate to other countries or when we travel for it and through this they started uh, you know this uh, public speaking and english communication upskilling channel they are also now uh, you know uh, building their presence on podcasts and youtube channels and currently just uh, within 6 years of their operation they are now uh, teaching students in more than 13 countries isn't that interesting anil so this actually reminded me of a very interesting anecdote so when mm-hmm. i was preparing for cat myself uh, my math and logical reasoning was at par with a lot of other students there but what helped me was that i had a very good command over english and that is where i used to beat them so my, a lot of my friends or you know you have competition uh, when you are studying together right so those people used to uh, remark that a lot that fortunately you have a good command of the language that is why you are uh, scoring good marks so it is something that i realized that because of my parents uh, i have a good command of the language which is because my parents introduced me to the language at a very early stage and this is something that is lacking in tier 2 cities right so this is why i think exactly. this company is targeting tier 2 and tier 3 cities because in tier 1 cities anyways you know and another another thing is that in order to become good at a language you have to continuously use it right so in tier 1 right. cities where you are communicating with your friends in english that is it is much more easier and it's a game of confidence the more you talk the more you gain confidence the better you get at it right exactly. so this is something that is lacking in smaller cities and i think this is a very interesting opportunity that planet spark has uh, you know trying to grab and 22000 students doesn't sound like a big number but if you look at the overall revenue and the opportunity at how fast it is growing it's a very very successful business exactly uh, so let's move on to the next idea for this episode which is again a very very small idea but it can be converted into a very lucrative business because it doesn't require a lot of effort after creating that app so i'm talking about vocabulary improvement app so this company or this app is called yak tack y a k t a c k so i saw this company on a techcrunch article and uh, nothing else you'll find about it in the media online so it's very hard to find this app but even though this is not very popular but it can become a highly successful business so even with a very small audience base they are making a lot of money so basically what this app does is it helps you improve your vocabulary and how it does is using a technique called spaced repetition memory technique so 
spaced memory repetition is basically like if you are exposed to a particular word at regular intervals of time the chances of you retaining that word in your memory becomes higher so in order to learn more words if you are exposed to the words at a regular level then the chances of you remembering those words becomes higher so spaced memory repetition is basically Uh, based on fibonacci series so after a specific interval based on the fibonacci series so after one day then two days then three days then five days then eight days so it increases the space over time and i think this is something that can be very very successful in india especially in competitive exams so all competitive exams today have you know english as a segment so regardless of whether it's bank po or ssc or even cat every exam has an english section and every word nerd needs to learn you know new words because synonyms antonyms are questions that are very common in these exams so i think if you can uh, create even a paid version or maybe a freemium version of something like this i think it will be very very successful especially in the competitive exam space what do you think bhavjit so yeah i think uh... english is uh, required for any and every uh, competitive exam in india and the market is so big and i think there could be large number of players and still everybody could survive and do well in this and uh, in launching such a you know using such a technique and an app uh, regarding that afterwards when you, you don't require much of a work once you have built it i think it, it could grow up uh, to be a very successful business even with very small teams right and i think it's something right. we can try if you can charge say like 99 bucks a year for a competitive right. exam you know aspirant i think it will be a good deal for that guy right because for sure. english is a very major problem in competitive exams like uh, mm-hmm. i have taught at various coaching institutions and one of the most common uh, you know queries that you will get as a teacher is that how do i improve my english and the only way to do it right. is to expose yourself to more words so either you read a hell of a lot of books or newspapers and in order to kind of you know offset that effort what you can do is download this app and it will regularly expose you to new words on a continuous basis right right exactly and this is something a business which is not going away any time soon and this is going to you know sustain for a very long long time and okay so uh, i read an interesting fact so in the last 10 years 22 crore people in india have applied for various government exams alone okay so this is how big this market is and it will never stop in india the craze for government jobs for competitive exams it will never go away in india right will never do for sure <laughs> and that's <laughs> so a big next? number a very interesting number yeah what do you have next okay okay so building on the idea that practice is required you know uh, to be perfect in anything Uh, our next idea is uh, about a company very recently which started in 2020 and it's a company based in US uh, called Bold Voice B O L D V O I C E so it helps non native english speakers more speak english more clearly and confidently and it's uh, an a specialized app which actually helping immigrants or people who uh, are coming to the US uh, for work for their jobs to Im- improve their communication and confidence and how they do is and uh, i know people or even you might have a question that how is it different from duolingo which is very popular app right now so what they do is they provide bite sized video lessons 
and these lessons are provided by hollywood action coaches so obviously professionals respected in their field and they also provide real time pronunciation feedback and use ai to create an effective and engaging learning experience and this app believe it is gaining a lot of traction right now and uh, especially uh, you know among new age students uh, uh, students of the immigrants who have moved in it's uh, has really increased the growth potential and improved communication and confidence for those students and uh, also in amongst professionals who uh, work jobs it has helped uh, them get better opportunities at work and job and that they do only uh, by providing you know a simple subscription model which starts at like 7.5 dollars per month even with uh, you know first initial week trial free for those people and if you want to continue you can continue with that and uh, with, through their business model they have uh, till date raised like 125000 dollars so they are still building the company but the kind of traction they have received within this these two years is huge and uh, someone uh, in us can really vouch for this point what do you think uh, anirudh you know so this is a very interesting opportunity because a lot of people don't focus on the pronunciation side of things so people right. will learn new words they will learn you know the grammar the tenses and everything but they will not focus on the pronunciation and especially this is true for immigrants or people mm-hmm. who are using english as a secondary language for for example exactly. like indians we stress a lot on r's and t's and that is something that we do out of habit out of our own you know local dialects we stress on particular words or particular tones so this is something that needs to be taken care of especially in you uh, if you are in a customer facing role right so for example mm-hmm. if you are say in the entertainment industry or if you are in the sales and marketing industry then if you have to deal with customers on a regular basis in a western market then pronunciation matters a lot right that creates exactly. an impression you have a good command over the language and it will give you that confidence as well right 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 and apart from just pronunciation the accent also matters i can tell you from my personal experience it's just been few days since i've been in london but uh, i find it a bit difficult and i am a bit slow at grasping what people are trying to say and how do i communicate i i am speaking english i've been talking to clients for a long time now but being here it's it's not easy to understand people's accents it's a bit hard it's a bit uh, difficult to understand it and and you know uh, through practice that can be obtained and that's what the bold voice is trying to provide to the people interesting so let's move on to the last segment of this episode which is very similar to what we talked about in the uh, first segment about grammarly so basically this is about natural language processing or ai writing so now a lot of companies are providing ai based writing assistants so for example there is this one company called writer.com which is basically a ai writing assistant for marketing teams so this company was launched in 2015 and it has raised recently 21 million dollars in series a in 2021 so according to mckinsey 80% of the high performing companies or the large companies have already adopted ai for marketing and sales tasks so things like predicting you know uh, pricing or predicting whether the likelihood of purchase so all these things are already being done by ai the next thing is that if ai can start recommending content as well if they can write for you as well so writer basically it employs an engine which will evaluate things like plagiarism sentence complexity tone paragraph length spelling grammar formality active voice usage 
and different other metrics that are very very important in you know sales and marketing so if you're creating content for a brand then you need to have a common branding across various platforms across various you know avenues or channels that you're targeting then you need to make sure that your language or your uh, complexity or tone is in line with the audience that you're targeting so all these things can be automated using this uh, you know writer.com writing assistant so it has a lot of interesting companies that are using writer.com as a client so for example pinterest bill.com accenture deloitte twitter intuit all these companies are customers of writer.com so currently it has about 150 brands okay so that is how interesting or huge this opportunity can be so now instead of content creators or people who write articles or content for marketing teams now bots will start writing for these marketing teams what do you think bhavjit i think it's a good idea you know bring automation to the business and uh, that to uh, you know to jobs which uh, we don't think are actually uh, good or to switch at an early stage but uh, i think a great idea and ai is really changing this industry